This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello and welcome to Smart TV with me, Kellyanne Taylor, and the phenomenal Caroline Frost. Hello. We're live in the studios, you can probably hear, because we're so pleased to be doing it every week live in the studio. Oh, so much. Remember those funny old Wi-Fi days? <laughs> oh, how we laughed. Yes. Goodness. Yes. So... Caroline, we've got lots of TV for listeners this week. Crack on. And we've got a lot of the same face. So why don't we start off with Mm -hmm. a Radio Times Mm favourite. Friend of the magazine. Friend of the magazine. I mean, he is one of my favourite actors of all time. One of, caveated that, so that I'm not accused of having too many favourites. Again. Tell me all about what David Cameron's in this week. Oh, goodness me. What isn't he in, frankly? Rhetorical question. So, (laughs) Litvinenko, let's kick off with that. Monday to Thursday at 9pm ITV1. This did appear on the ITVX streaming platform earlier in the year, but it's coming to ITV1 from Monday night. He plays... I mean, the story is now so famous, that incredible picture of Alexander Litvinenko dying in University College Hospital. And he plays the man who... The police didn't really know what to do with him when he first summoned them to his bedside to announce a murder, comma, his own. And the story really rolls on from there. David Tennant actually isn't in it that much because he plays a man who sadly dies very early on. But, I mean, the performances are great. Mark Bonner, always good, plays a policeman determined to find out the truth. And Marina Litvinenko, whom uh, we should mention is interviewed in this week's Radio Times, a wonderful, wonderful woman, brave, strong, passionate. She's played by a lady called Margarita Levieva, and she's a tour de force as well. So it's an interesting story. I mean, in some ways resolved and in some ways not. She feels vindicated by these events in Ukraine in a sad way. She said, I didn't want to be proved right, but 
here we are. We know where this story started a very long time ago. So um, it's deep and it's dramatic and it stars your fave. What's not to like? What do you think about them moving it from ITVX, the streaming platform, mm. to ITV1? You see what they're trying to do. I mean, ITV and BBC are both trying to have cake and eat. They're trying to keep their old audiences happy with the linear schedule, the appointment to view, the 9pm flagship crime or real life slot that we all know so well. But equally, they've got their eye on the future and the future is digital. And that means appealing to those digital audiences, the young people, the people who want to binge, the people who are busy, who want to view very much at their convenience. I think that they are at the moment a little bit stuck. I mean, we've had this problem. It turned up on ITVX and we spoke to Mark Bonner about what's I'm trying to think about four or five months ago. Mm. And now here we are, we're going round again and thinking, well, how can we promote this stuff? How can we showcase it properly? So I think it's a challenge for PRs, for marketing, mm. for channels, for us. Oh, poor us. <laughs> but um, hopefully the, the viewer wins. The yes. viewer gets to choose, right? You can subscribe to ITVX, which is currently free anyway, or you just um, sit old-fashioned style and wait till it comes around and you settle back into your sofa and just turn on the telly and see what's on at nine o'clock. Now, talking about who's on the telly at nine o'clock, we have some other things that lovely David Tennant oh, is in. He is. He Tell is. me, where else can I catch him on my screen? So, what is he? Is he all, he's also voicing the spy in the ocean. Science, yes, which I reviewed a few which weeks Which you ago. talked about and were a big fan of. Although I've noticed there has been some feedback in the Radio Times. Um, somebody wrote in to say that they think the act of creating a little sort of fake dolphin mm. to entice other dolphins is actually quite cruel and exploitative. Well, this is what I said at mm. the time where I felt like, although it's really interesting to watch. It does pose some ethical questions if you think, you know, they do say every time you kind of watch the behind the scenes of these mm. shows, you see how much they're trying to not interact with the nature. They're trying to observe yeah. without um, intruding or manipulating mm. anything. Affecting outcomes. Whereas now, yeah. especially these kind of programs, mm. that's you're, you're meddling in, in nature and you have to think, yeah, what's the knock-on effect? I know. It's Maybe it's not just us that's going to be impacted by AI. Ooh. She asked. <laughs> Meaningfully, I'd say. <laughs> um, no ethical dilemmas with this one. This is There She Goes, Wednesday, 9pm BBC Two, second series. So this is David Tennant, Jessica Hines. Well, this is him using his comedy chops. And Jessica Hines, as we know from programmes like W1A, fantastic. And they play the loving but slightly, I'm not going to say bedraggled, but challenged parents by having a child who has a chromosomal disorder. So... I mean, it doesn't shy away from that, but it finds the light and the magic. So this is the special after, the, and the series is available, I think. On yes, all, it's all on iPlayer. So catch up first, and then come back for this special next Wednesday. Very nice. And he's also doing his comedy brilliance, mm -hmm. may I add, in Staged. Are you a fan? I have to say, it's it's not really my thing. Why so? Everyone likes staged, apart from Kellyanne Taylor. Well, you know, I have a weird comedy. I have a weird relationship with comedy. It's mm. got to strike the right tone. And for me, I th it's not that I don't think it's good. Yep. You know, I think often doing this job, right, mm. I think we see things and you can admire their brilliance or you can admire why you'd want to right. tell other people about it but it might yeah. just not be when I sit down at the end of the day it's not going to be not what I watch quite right for you for do you know sure. what I mean yeah, I but do. I think it's it's it stands on its own it's really well praised it does really well it's got a like loyal audience mm. and good for it it's there we just are. you know there we are so we put that under public service announcement then there shall you we go. that staged is also returning David Tennant Michael Sheen yes lovely um so 
I have one. Mm-hmm. So Caroline, a few weeks ago, uh, recommended Once Upon a Time in Northern Ireland. And the reason I'm coming back to that is because it is the final episode of the series this week. Often... I've gone away and watched what Caroline has recommended oh. to try and keep up to date. I know she's blushing. Blushing. <laughs> um, and I I took a bite at this because twofold. I think personally my knowledge isn't that great on Northern Ireland or Ireland in general. Mm. I think it's something that was negated from my history lessons. But also I am trying to push myself into new TV that I think our listeners will enjoy. So I went watched the first episodes and have been moved by this series. Mm, Why so? It's the way that it explains so much about the culture, about religion, about the troubles in such an eloquent but understandable way. It's making it very accessible to me, even Mm. though I I don't think I'd come out of knowledge to watch just any old documentary I needed to be guided through. Is that because it's the real people in the real houses, not the talking heads, not the politicians? Exactly. Right. So I think also what this series does so brilliantly is it humanises the story. And it's Mm -hmm. not trying to tell you from any one side who's right, who's wrong, what... It tells you what happened, as you say, through the perspective of these people and their stories are harrowing. I mean, also, I know it's interspersed with videos from the time of you know, soldiers, and and also the the thing that I found was incredible and well done to the documentary makers is when they'd gone and found, when I think of the Troubles and when I think about my relatively limited knowledge of it, there is still a, an image that is conjured up in my mind's eye of a child or a young boy holding the brick mm-hmm. behind a metal barrier as part of a riot and they have found him and interviewed him in this series. So I just think it was worth returning to, I think, also unpicking anything which is part of our modern day history and should really be known by a lot more of us than it probably is. Especially your age, you know, you you can be forgiven for not knowing the nuances of who was who and why anybody was in conflict with anybody else. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, to bring that story to somebody who didn't live through it the way I did as a youngster, mm. then it's remarkable. Yeah, and I think it's testament to the... You know, it's one of those documentaries that really make you appreciate that mm. as an art form because I came away having learnt so much. So that's a big old plug for me. Well, I have some more homework for you in that case. Okay, cool. Talking of recent British history that we should know and probably to our shame don't know enough about, Windrush, Portraits of a Generation, Thursday, 7.45 BBC Two. It's been well documented only in recent years, shamefully, just the extent of the contribution by the Windrush generation to British life, to culture, to places like the NHS system, for example. But, I mean, I think King Charles, to his credit, is doing his best to address that balance. He has commissioned a series of 10 portraits. Again, it's the real people, right? And Mm. then through those portraits, you get the stories. And for every one of those people whose story we hear you can imagine how many hundreds of people that that represents. So unique, but also very wide-ranging. And uh, again, probably important viewing so that we just fill in those gaps in our little blind spots of um, modern British history. 
Amazing. On a very different note, I have what seems to be my lifelong obsession. And Mm. I'm going to only mention briefly because we did deep dive into it last week. I know where you're going. Yeah, she can see it already. Um, It's And Just Like That. So the Sex and the City remake is back for a series two. Any previews come your way yet? No previews. They are keeping. Stolen and borrowed. I'm on the list. I'm on the official list. So no previews available. They're Mm. keeping it under... Secret lock and key, and I, I can understand why. that means it's a bit rubbish. I don't, do you know what? I think they probably are keeping it so quiet because they've teased so much. Yeah, we know, and they the, don't, we know there yeah. are some returners, right? Exactly. So they've kind yes. of made the momentum through promising that mm-hmm. Kim Cattrall is going to make a cameo. It's the return of Aiden. But I would actually say the thing that I am most looking forward to this series is last series, they introduced us to a new character called Seema, who was basically a Samantha-esque. You know, she's a very successful businesswoman. She's fabulous. Uh, she's outspoken. And I think she was actually one of the best things from that first there series. We so we're excited to see her back. That is all coming out on Thursday. So clear your diaries on Now or Sky Comedy if you'd like to watch it on terrestrial TV. And what's your film? So when we've made this new slot and... <laughs> We now, yes, <laughs> I've shoehorned it in here, but this isn't a new film. But I think it is important to note that it has now come onto Netflix and it is currently clogging the top charts. So, anytime you're clicking on Netflix, you're gonna see it. What are you talking about? It's Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter has moved now, it's on Netflix, it's clogging the charts, as I said. It's about a boy. He's a wizard. Stop. You know who it is. Um, is it just that first film that's on there? No, it's all eight of the films. Oh, my goodness. So the top ten is literally Harry Potter 1 to 8. Kellyanne's Weekend just yep, got that's written me off. gone. But right. if you'd like to hear more about Harry Potter, which I'm sure many of you do, you can listen to my wonderful chat with the lovely Daniel Radcliffe, which if you search back in the Radio Times podcast feed, you'll be able to find. Very good. Smooth. Now... We go to your slot from the archive. Mm. So, what do you have for me this week, Caroline? Okay, I'll kick off because everyone's favourite Sunday night Australian ripper, Ten Pound Poms, is coming to an end. That's done very well. Six episodes. It's done remarkably well. I think we can expect another series from Michelle Keegan, Warren Brown and co. Everyone who has talked about it has been surprisingly drawn into this this tale of people chancing their luck and heading over to the other side of the world in the 1950s. However, if you are suffering from a huge aching chasm where uh, £10 Poms was, then I suggest having a dig into the iPlayer. There's plenty of Australian drama, which I am a massive fan of, as mm. you know. And I can recommend The Secret She Keeps, which is on BBC iPlayer. Laura Carmichael of Downton Abbey fame. She plays Agatha. She is very down on her luck. She befriends an influencer, horror. She deserves to have bad things happen to her. The influencer, Stephanie, who appears to have everything, including beautiful house, beautiful husband, and a baby on the way. Expect chaos to follow. There are two series. Just, you know, disappear into it. Wallow. Yeah, I remember I did an interview with Laura Carmichael Mm. for that. And it's a really good show. Mm. So definitely worth. It's funny, isn't it? Because she was kind of the middle sister in Downton. Everyone knew about the young one, the tragic younger one. Um, Lady, was it Mary, the older one, who went upstairs to change her hat? Yes. And she was the one in the middle, Lady Edith. Yeah, and And she always had 
She had middle sister energy. Middle sister syndrome. Yeah. Well, but now she's, she's free in the world. She's not anybody's sister in this. I tell you that. Yeah, that's it's it's very spooky and mm. sinister and creepy and definitely worth a watch. All those things. Um, talking of Which sinister, mean the same thing. of creepy and sinister and all the same things. Um, I have an <laughs> offering uh, from the archive. If you've not seen enough of David Tennant. How could you ever? At she some asked. point, I think any, <laughs> I think we could, but keep going. I'm going to go for it. All right. We've got The Escape Artist, which I watched terrestrial at the time. It was a BBC One show. You can now catch it on Amazon Prime. What's it about? David Tennant plays a barrister married to a woman, has a young son, and he defends a man and manages to get him off for a crime that David Tennant thinks he's committed and the man becomes involved in his personal life. Right. It's incredible. Not bad. It's very plotty. Has the plot twist of all plot twists. <gasps> um, and it's one of those that it's a three-parter. Oh, fine. I was going to Actually, say, do you how know many? What? It was a three-parter and now on Amazon it's a two-parter. Better. Better. Um, very condensed, very kind of James Bondy esque. Nice. All right, sold. Sold. Anyway, that's all from us. We hope we have you covered. If you would like to write in and let us know about any shows you've been watching, please contact us at podcast at radiotimes.com. Do remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. In the meantime, happy, happy viewing. viewing. 